Welcome back to another episode of Car Care for the Clueless, coming to you via the webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Pam Oaks, and thank you again for having me back in your living room or while you're working out or in your car to discuss not how to repair your car, but how to have your car repaired by an ASC certified technician at an ASC Blue Seal shop. I've owned my own shop, and I'm an ASC certified technician myself for the past 17 years, and I've seen a lot. So out of all this, I wrote a book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How You Can Make Money While Maintaining Your Vehicle, and that just spun off into this radio show. So I hope this helps you out because our whole goal is to make you a savvy car care consumer. So instead of paying out on car repairs, we're going to teach you how to do preventive maintenance so you can keep that money in your wallet and use it accordingly. And this week we're going to be discussing... Why is it so expensive to have your car repaired? Jim Shoemaker, ASE L1 certified technician and former shop owner, and I will be talking about that today amongst uh, why do you have to replace your battery more often than you used to? That is an email question we got from Annie from Florida regarding her Toyota Camry. And of course, we're going to have Peter Sudak, our gadget guru, back with another economically priced gadget for our car. Our new edition, Trouble Service Bulletins, will be back with a couple of recalls that are going to be covering all makes and models, things that you need to know just in case it got lost in the mail or in translation. And a special welcome to Jasper Engines and Transmissions. Jasper Engines and Transmissions is 100% associate-owned. I used them in my customers' vehicles. As a matter of fact, I purchased an engine and a transmission this week alone. And the reason why I did that is because I don't put junk in my customers' cars. I only want to put quality products, and Jasper has a quality product. I treat my customers' cars like I treat my mom's. And if I wouldn't put it in my mom's car, it's not going in my customers' cars. And I would put a Jasper transmission or engine, or both, in my mom's car. So welcome, Jasper, and thank you for joining with us on Car Care for the Clueless. So let's start off with our show today and talk to Jim and find out why is it so expensive to have your car repaired. Yeah, that seems to be the biggest issue. That's the question that I get asked the most is every year it gets more expensive to, to have their car repaired. Mm-hmm. It sure does. And, you know, it goes back to what I was thinking of and I probably brought up before was my dad. He was in this. And when they would buy ball joints for cars, they were like 2 or $3. And now ball joints for vehicles are in the hundreds of dollars. They're easily a little bit over $100 for a high-quality ball joint. And you know, inflation and how they've raised the prices of parts up so significantly, people don't realize. My dad's generation, they're thinking, oh my God, I used to pay $10, $15 for a ball joint. Now I'm paying $125 for a ball joint, you know? Uh, exactly. And also, it seems to me that the cars are getting harder to do the work on. A lot of the cars, you can't even service the ball joints on anymore. No, you can't. That's right. That's true. You know, you have to replace a complete control arm, and that's more money. More money to the customer out of the customer's pocket. But, you know, the other thing that we were talking about that, you know, they don't see behind the scenes, too, how much the insurance has gone up. Oh, not that, but the equipment. And the equipment. Yeah, there are scanners, and, you know, we have multiple scanners there. And each time they do their quarterly updates, I mean... For two of them, I know it's over $1,000, and people don't see that. Well, you remember back in the old days when things were carbureted, Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't have to have scanners, and everything wasn't electronic like it is nowadays. 
No, and it's a shame, too, because people don't realize that. The technicians, you know, you have to pay your technicians, and a good technician, you know, they don't come cheap. You get a technician who doesn't really know too much, you can get them pretty cheap, but if you get a high-quality ASC-certified technician, that's not cheap. They have to know their stuff, and like you said, they have to know it because of all the uh, electronics on the vehicles. Exactly. It's constantly being in school nowadays. Mm -hmm. It is. Like we went... Remember three weeks ago, we were sitting in a classroom after work with a bunch of other techs who cared to learn. And you know, The days of the old shade tree are kind of gone. And, and, you know, even the people used to do their own car repair mm-hmm. uh, without the proper equipment. There's just no way. You know, we have that one gentleman who comes in and he keeps on picking our brain. But, you know, I'm, I think back of how much money is he actually spending on these parts deciphering what we're explaining to him what's going on with this car even though we can't see it we're guessing and we tell him that we're guessing how much money do you think that he's paying into the pockets of the auto parts stores you know exactly and 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 uh, not to mention the downtime and 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 the overall waste of not having a ride mm mm-hmm that's true very true you know the other thing too people don't see is that the you know the utilities they went up just like the ball joints did and you know something silly uniforms how expensive uniforms i've gotten i cannot believe it especially over the past five years well yeah and that's a lot to do with the environment and, the, mm-hmm. and the, how strict the laws have become oh, yeah. on on disposal of of the, the actual chemicals uses and uses mm-hmm. have, have gotten outrageous oh yeah i know it in the old days they just dump it on the ground nowadays it all has to be processed we have to pro- and we have to have everything itemized. You know those two huge books I have in the office. Every time you know any oil goes out of there, it's all documented. People don't realize that. But um, yeah, it's it's a shame. Why it costs so much? And I don't know. I don't think it really had to go in this direction, but it has. And now not only is the consumer paying for it, but the shop is paying for it as well. Well, I, that's that's a definite. Uh, it, it seems like a. Of course, you know everybody thinks that we're making a lot of money, but the the profit margin has actually got a lot smaller because of the cost of everything else has gone so high. Mm-hmm. They just don't realize it. I know it. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out, Jim. Well, thank you so much. And we'll uh, talk to you again soon. Uh, sounds great. All right. And you know, it's just not auto repair. It's with all things. Everything has gotten so expensive, and our salaries have not grown with that expense and it hurts everybody so that's why it's so so important that you maintain your vehicle this is found money this is this is money that you can never ever catch up on ever again once it's gone it's gone you can work two jobs but you can never replace the money that's gone so i hope that helped you understand a little bit more of what goes on behind the scenes with the cost of actually repairing your car to make it safe and roadworthy again Next, we're going to be talking about an email we got from one of our listeners. Her name's Annie. She's from Florida. And she says that she has to have another battery in her Toyota Camry. And why? Well, Annie, batteries, they're sealed units now. Before, you used to be able to add water to regenerate the electrolyte, the acid, inside the case. But not anymore. They're sealed units. And they have a tendency, especially in warm weather climates such as Florida... They dry out a little bit quicker. So therefore, the combination of the heat and the demand on the battery while starting the car in that hot climate, it puts a little bit of a strain on the battery and finally it catches up. 
You know, another thing that you see in Florida or wherever you have a significant amount of lightning or thunderstorms, the static charge from the lightning can actually dead short or kill a battery. Uh, We've seen it multiple times at my shop. I've seen it where we were working on a car, and my shop, by the way, is fully enclosed, but we'd still be having that thunder and lightning storm going on outside with the rain, and we'd have a nearby strike, and the car that would be running in the bay while being tested for whatever will actually just die, just stop. Like somebody turned the key off, and what had happened was that static charge, and you can feel it, especially down here in Florida. We're near the lightning capital of the world. You'll actually feel your hair stand up on your arms a little bit, and then you know to drop down because it's going to be either right at you or very near. In a couple of cases, this has happened. The car stopped. The battery dead shorted. That was it. You have to put a new battery in the car. The car restarted after doing that, but just that static charge. And you know, people don't realize that the battery, it doesn't run the car. The battery's main objective is to start the car. So you can have a battery that had dead shorted, meaning that it doesn't have the capacity to start the car. The amperage is not there. The cold cranking amps is not there anymore to start the car. But you'll be able to use your headlights in most cases, your radio, your horn, your wipers, things that just require a normal 12-volt battery. That will still be operational. So don't let that fool you thinking that you don't need a battery when most likely that's the cause. And anytime you do replace the battery, it's always a good idea to have the rest of the electrical system checked to make sure that something in your car wasn't the cause for the battery to go south. Components in your car that rely upon the battery, for an example, your starter, your alternator, your onboard computers when they go into sleep mode when it's parked in the parking lot while you're at work. You could even have an electrical draw from an interior light maybe being on, or sometimes people shove things in their glove box beyond capacity, and that will leave the light on, and you won't know it because you're running around during the day, and if you went into the car at night, you might see the light amongst the uh, items shoved in the glove box, which we see this quite often, so this is a hint for everybody to check your glove box to make sure it's not overstuffed with items that you could really do without in your car. Another thing too is you could have an electrical short somewhere or draw. People keep their cell phones plugged in and other uh, electronic devices plugged in their car while the car is sitting there. That's not a good idea. Always keep that unplugged when the key is out of the car. Uh, another thing that, and it happens, sometimes a wiring harness, something at the factory, they just don't anchor it correctly and you'll have a wire that will actually rub through from the vibration of the car throughout the years, and it will touch um, a ground, a piece of metal, and just ground itself out. This can trigger a short or could cause a draw, depending upon which of the hundreds and hundreds of miles of wire that would have rubbed through the insulation, and you actually have bare wire exposed. So it's always good to check to make sure that you just need a battery. And if you're just tuning in, you've been listening to Car Care for the Clueless, coming to you via the webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Pam Oaks, and today we're talking about why is it so expensive to have your car repaired. Also on our list, we have Annie from Florida inquiring why she keeps on putting batteries in her car more often than she did 
in colder climates. We're going to be having our recall bulletins, and this is for all makes and models, up-and-coming recalls that you may or may not be aware of for your car and how you can find out if your vehicle's included. And of course, up next, we're going to have Peter Sudak, our gadget guru. He has a really interesting gadget for our car this week, something that you can even use throughout the year. You just don't have to use it on vacation. So not to give it away, let's give Peter a call and have him explain it to us. Hey, Peter, this is Pam. How are you? Hi, Pam. How are you doing today? Good. So uh, summer's almost over, but uh, we still have a little vacation time left. What do you have for our listeners? Well, for this week, it's still on the traveling side. You know how big and bulky safes are, like safes you have at home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they've come up with a little portable safe that you can mount inside the trunk of your car. Really? Yes. Wow. Basically how it works, there's a couple of brackets that are permanently fastened into the car, and the safe slides into this bracket and kind of locks in position. It won't go anywhere. Oh, it's got a key or something to hold it in place, or? Yeah. Okay. It kind of latches in there. Okay. And what you can use that for is if you're going on vacation, you're going to be out of town for an extended period of time and don't want, you know, jewelry or any other papers sitting at home while you're gone, possibly, you know, somebody breaking Mm -hmm. into the house and steal them. Mm -hmm. You can just stick them in your little safe in the car, and then wherever you get to your destination, the safe can easily be removed from the vehicle without taking the latches off. And it's portable. You can take it, you know, if you need to, take it into your hotel room, or you can leave it stashed in the trunk. I mean, whatever you want to do, but all your valuables be perfectly safe. Oh, that's pretty neat. It's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's a good little thing they came up with. I'd never heard of such a thing. I was checking it out, and I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. So something for another vacation tip or you know, if they're going on a trip or just around town or, you know, they don't want it in the house and, you know, they could just put it in the car safe, you know. So if it's in the trunk, you know, out of sight, out of mind, nobody's really going to think to look in there if they don't see it. So yeah, that's true. So these aren't the most intelligent creatures and they're looking for easy. They're not going to look for something they're going to have to work at and possibly get caught. So. Mm-hmm. so this thing's pretty light then. I mean, it's not like I'm thinking of a home safe. No, 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 no. It, it's fairly light, yeah. I mean, it, it probably has some weight to it, but it's not bulky where you need three people to carry it or anything like that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's got some weight to it because it's got to, sure, it's got to withstand, you know, some abuse of some sort to be, you know, considered a safe, you know. That's, no, pun, no pun intended, but. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. But, no, it's not that's bulky. You can carry it. It's, that's why it's portable. You can carry it around. You can bring okay. it in the house when you're done or leave it in the car, you know, whatever be easiest. Yeah, know. I was thinking of our older listeners, you know. That they would be yeah. able to lug this thing around, but if it's portable like that, and yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's portable. Yeah, it can't be that heavy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Peter. That is pretty interesting, you know, and what a neat idea. I wish I thought of that. Yeah, millions for all the stuff, all the gadgets they come up with nowadays. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I am telling you. Well, that's very good. Oh, before I forget, the most important thing where can you get these? And how much? Uh, you, you can get them online, mm-hmm. um, and the cost runs about 55 bucks. That's not bad at all either. No, that's well, pretty reasonable. Very I, reasonable. I was figuring, when I looked at us, I was thinking at least a couple hundred for the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for 55 bucks, that's not a bad investment to have either. It sure isn't. 
And I'm sure you'd have to take it into a tech to mount it in your Yeah, have trunk. somebody professionally yeah. do it, and then, you know, then you'll be all set, and they can show you how it works and all that, or you can read the directions ahead of time. You know, I'm sure that the most a- average people can figure out how, you know, how it works. You probably need a key mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, combination, just like a regular safe. It's just going to be more compact, that's all. Well, if it mounts in the trunk, what I was thinking of is that you've seen it and I've seen it, where they've uh, put the two-way radios in the trunks on uh, law enforcement that we've got in, you know, another company they sub with, and we've seen them actually put the uh, sheet metal screw right through the, uh, right through the gas, tank. gas tank. Whoops. Yep. And then you're buying a gas tank. Plus, so. uh, uh, also, just one more thing for that safe, other than going on trips, mm-hmm. just say you're here in Florida with us, mm-hmm. and you've got to evacuate. Good idea. Stick all your important papers right in there as well, and they'll be perfectly safe, waterproof, and done. Very good idea. You get you out of town, and you've got all the papers that you need for you know identification, mm-hmm. insurance, and all that stuff, so when you come back, hopefully there's no damage to your place, and... If there is, you got all your papers intact, and you can call your insurance agent and get the ball rolling right then and there. Perfect. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you for uh, finding this gadget, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Okay, Pam. Thanks again. Thank you. Take care. Okay. You know, that's a pretty good gadget that Peter came up with this week. How many times have you heard about friends and neighbors talk about how somebody had broken into their vehicle in, in their driveway or while they're shopping at the mall? And uh, this way it makes it a little bit more difficult, and they'll take a look at that and they'll say, hey, you know what, let's go on to a car that it's not so much work. So coming up, we're going to have our Trouble Service Bulletin section. This is where we let you, the listener, know what is out there that the manufacturers know that there's an issue with and how you can help yourself to correct the problem with your car if it's included in the bulletin. This week we're going to actually touch on a recall, and this recall includes Ford, Jeep, Nissan, Toyota, Chevrolet, Honda, all of them. And it's regarding they have some aftermarket seat covers that were sold with the manufacturer's logo on them. Remember, these are the seat covers that actually go over the existing seats to keep them nice and fresh. Unfortunately, when they manufactured these specific seat covers to protect the original seat. On the vehicles that have the side airbag, the side airbag which is located in the driver and front passenger seat, the material that they used is not allowing the airbag to deploy or fully deploy. So they want these off the market for those vehicles that have the side seat airbag. And like I said, they're telling everybody, everybody's included in this because the specific manufacturer made them for all the car manufacturers. If you think that you purchased one of these seat covers, they are providing free, this is a good word, free, free replacement seat covers that will allow the airbag to deploy so you can avoid serious injury. God forbid you get in an accident. These numbers and phone numbers are going to be listed on the copy for the introduction for Car Care for the Clueless where you would download for your iPod or for your other digital media. We'll have the bulletin number and the phone number right there for you. So to make it a lot easier on you than trying to scramble and find a pen and write it down right now. So just relax. Just look on the homepage of our Car Care for the Clueless at webtalkradio.net. The other TSB bulletin that I have is going to be actually for Acura. 
Acura has a campaign going on that's affecting 273,000 of their vehicles. And the date on the inside of your door, the vehicle's birth date, they're looking for vehicles that are from March 2003 through July 2007. And it's regarding the power steering. Um, Actually, it's kind of a misnomer because those actually have power assist. But it's the hose, the actual power steering hose that feeds the fluid from the power steering pump to the rack and pinion and back and forth so it's easy for you to turn into parking spots and make left turns and right turns and so on and so forth. Acura wants to get these cars back because some of their Acura TLs after this hose has been exposed to uh, the elements and the heat from the engine and so on and so forth hose is actually deteriorating. It's breaking down under the heat and the stress, and then it cracks, and then it starts leaking. Well, unfortunately, some people, if they live in a condo or they're up north in the wintertime, they may not notice this fluid leak. Let me interject. It's always important to check the fluid levels. Once a week, I do it. I have a specific day I do it. Always important. So if you see a little something, you can catch it early, and the repair is not as costly as it could be if you let it go. So back to the TSB. Acura is looking at these hoses. They want to replace the hose because if it's starting to leak, it could actually get on hot engine components, start to smoke. And in some cases, if it gets, for example, on the converter, the catalytic converter for the exhaust, they're projecting that there's a possibility you may have a car fire. So please, it's very important if you have an Acura TL. Between the beginning date of March 2003 and ending July 2007, give Acura a call. Call your local dealer. Give them your vehicle identification number. Remember, that's on your insurance card. You can just read it off to them over the phone and find out if your Acura TL goes under this specific bulletin. Remember, they tried to get all the letters out to all the owners involved. But sometime, like I said, you sell a car, you buy a car, you sell a car, you buy a car. And sometimes these bulletins will not catch up to the owner who actually has the car at present. So please find out and see if your car is included in this. And thank you for spending the last half hour with me and talking about car issues and possibly pertaining to your car and how to have your car repaired properly and the little idiosyncrasies that go on with automotive components. And we want to thank Jim Shoemaker, our ASC certified technician and former shop owner, talking about why it costs so much to repair your car. Now you may have a little bit more of an insight of what goes on behind the scenes with the costs and insurance and employees and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like every other small business out there. And thank you, Annie, for emailing us regarding about the battery. And of course, it's always a pleasure talking to our gadget guru, Peter Sudak. You know, he's got 22 plus years experience in automotive parts and repairs. So uh, always interesting hearing what he has to say. We always learn a trick or two how we can customize our vehicle and make it a little bit more user friendly for us. And again, we'd like to thank Jasper Engine and Transmission for joining the show and being one of our sponsors. Remember, if you are unfortunate to have to replace an engine or transmission, you know you're going to get a quality product if you ask for Jasper. This is Pam Oaks, host of Car Care for the Clueless, and I'm looking forward to meeting with you again next week. If you have any car questions and you'd like to have them answered on the show, please go to our website, carcareforthecluelist.com spelled out all one word and uh, submit your question and if you'd like to purchase my book Car Care for the Clueless or 
how you can make money while maintaining your vehicle, just go to Amazon.com backslash books. It's available in paperback. You can download it to your digital media, your Kindle. It's also available on carecareforthecluelist.com. It's also available at my shop website, pamsmotorcity.net. All this is to help you become a savvy car care consumer. Until next week, take care.